Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. For a Christian, the presence of God is an amazing feeling, and even without that feeling, we have faith that God is always with us. Hey everyone, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and this is A Few Minutes with God podcast. You can find today's show notes for the episode Presence of God, and it's episode 96, and the website is a few minutes with God podcast.com. So, how do we understand God's presence? We are going to look at the scriptures for clarification during this episode. And also, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Media Angels. Check out the latest book, One More Child, on Amazon. If you want to receive a free chapter, check it out at MediaAngels.com for more information. And guys, I'm going to ask you again to share this episode with a friend. Uh, Our numbers have slowly been growing um, over the year, and I want to thank you for all of that, for all of your help in um, giving us a rating on iTunes or um, Apple Podcasts, which is coming up, and then um, all of the podcast app have that feature. So thank you so much for um, all you do to support me in this endeavor. Well, we are going to talk about the presence of God, but as I am sharing this podcast with you, we have um, pretty much completed the Easter season, you know, not that long ago we celebrated Easter, and there are so many um, different things that we think about this time of the year, and we pray about, and we consider, and one of the things is the ascension of our Lord. You know, it's talked about in scriptures, and usually we don't give it more than a passing thought. Yes, Jesus lived. Yes, he died. Yes, he rose from the dead. And yes, he ascended into heaven after 40 days. Yet, this is the first time after the birth of Jesus that the presence of our Lord was no longer physically present. Think about that. The apostles, Mary, Joseph, all of those who raised Jesus, his community, um, the people that knew him well. This was the first time that he wasn't going to be there for them. His apostles felt uh, at the time of the ascension what we feel today. 
We didn't we really have no idea how it was to have Jesus walk beside us. For us to be able to just turn to him and say, "Lord, what do we do? Lord, how can I be in your will? Um, Lord, what do I do about this loan or what do I do about um, my future?" They had the Lord there. They had him to ask just turn to and ask those questions. But at the ascension, that was the first time that they've experienced the loss, that the Lord was no longer physically present. We have spent our entire life that way. Each one of us has a different story about how we came to learn about God. Maybe you chanced on listening to this podcast and you don't really know God or believe He even exists. Maybe you learned about God from your parents and are not sure He's real enough for you. Maybe you believe, but you have many questions. Each of us is in a different place in our faith journey. Many of us may be starting. Others of us are still learning. I'm still learning and seeking, even though I'm doing this podcast. Each of us didn't know God at one time of our lives. We were at that starting point. We all began one day at a time, one Bible story or scripture verse, or someone sharing the good news about God that, he, that really, really loved him and wanted to share about all he had done in their lives. In the next episode, we are going to talk about the first martyr, Stephen. And he shared about God and all he had done in his life, and he was put to death because of it. Just like we are not experiencing God's presence physically beside us each day, we are also not experiencing some of what the apostles went through after his ascension. Faith is a gift. If you have faith, don't discount it. Don't think it's unimportant. You have faith because God has called you by name. If you don't have faith and want a deeper faith, all you have to do is kneel down beside your bed tonight or now, wherever you are, and ask God, for more faith. These are the prayers that God answers. I have another podcast I did on this episode on this network on prayers God answers and I'll try to make myself a note um, to put that link in the show notes here. But that's one of the prayers he answers. He answers prayers about faith and increasing your faith. We grow in faith because we take the time to pray to spend time with God in quiet, to read the Bible, to go to church, to surround yourself with Christian readings or teachings or podcasts. You grow in your faith by believing, but also by doing something about your belief. Think about this. Our lives, even those who are not Christians, are surrounded by two major biblical events every year. Christmas, the birth of Christ, and Easter, the resurrection of Christ. Even if the world has tried to secularize these holidays, winter break, spring break, we Christians really understand the meaning and significance of what these holidays are. Our lives are impacted by these events, and especially the ascension of Christ into heaven. I'd love for you to read Acts 1 yourself, but I want to read some of it to you. We're going to talk about Acts 1, 1 through 12, but really spend some time in prayer and read it. 
The first part is the promise of the Spirit. In this book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up and after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized by the Holy Spirit. So this is something that they were waiting for. They were waiting in Jerusalem and didn't really know what that was. But then they were gathered with the Lord, and and they watched. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, through Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, And as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. Can you imagine being there with them, and all of a sudden seeing our Lord rise up into heaven? They had seen so many miracles. They had seen people healed. They had watched him walk on water. They had watched him feed the multitudes. They saw him die, and now they had experienced his presence with them. And so there they were looking up in the sky, and then all of a sudden, while they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olet, which was near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. Friends, the power of the Holy Spirit was poured upon the apostles in order for them to be given the strength to be witnesses at a time that being a Christian was a death sentence. But I love the part when the angels asked, why are you looking at the sky? In other words, don't you have work to do? At this point, they weren't equipped enough to carry on their mission But then they were, once they were infilled with the Holy Spirit. What about us? Do we carry on our missions in the same way? Do we make haste, as in those scriptures? Do we share the words of eternal life with other people? They are like us, men and women, living their lives, eating, sleeping, trying to do the best that they possibly could do with one difference. And that was they had the advantage of being able to have Christ in their midst. Yet we are just like them in many ways. We have our doubts, our trials, our problems that bog us down daily. But we also have hope because without hope, the human condition is doomed. We have hope for a better tomorrow. Hope that everything's going to work out fine. Hope that God is within us today. He is here in this present grace-filled moment to give us encouragement and the blessings to face even our hardest challenges. We are called in our baptism to be the witnesses of Christ's love and providence. We are in a time that shuns all that is holy, a time where evil is called good 
and good evil. Now, friends, is our time to be that light for a hurting world. I'm going to give you three things to think about this week. The first is to spend time in prayer and quiet with the Lord. A few minutes with God. Number two, seek the Word of God. Fill yourself up with the wonderful words of the Bible each and every day. Study the Acts of the Apostles. Study study those verses we talked about and see if they speak to you. Number three, ask the Lord how He wants to use you each day. Is there someone lonely that needs a smile or a helping hand? All the little things are mighty if they are done with the spirit of love and humility for God. You know, friends, so many times people think, well, I need to go be a missionary. I need to do something great for the Lord. No, that smile to someone who is lonely in church or opening the door for somebody at the grocery store. All of those things are ways that we can bless others. You know, there's people who look at things and say, well, what's in this for me? And they never try to look at how they can bless others. Maybe your burdens are too heavy right now to care for others. But if that's the case, then my friends, the Lord is using you. He's using you to minister to your needs or those of your family. Selfishness is never a right, but it can be changed and it happens slowly and with purpose. If you're unable to do God's work, don't worry about it. He will provide. I remember one time in my life when I felt bursting at the seams to want to share what God had done in my life. And I remember people coming into my house to repair something. And somehow I was witnessing to them. My kids used to say, Mom, everybody tells you their life story. And I wasn't really even asking anything, maybe something like, well, how are you today? Or can I get you something to drink? But just that little act of kindness and care that I was even asking how their day was, was such a blessing to them. Remember, it's the little things. We don't have to go um, on the mission field if that's not what God has called us to do. What's even worse is sometimes we get complacent. God doesn't need me. He has so many other people more capable. Friends, that is something I struggle with each and every time before I record a podcast. When I sit down and get ready to work on my podcast or when I think about my podcast, I think, what am I doing? I'm no one. Why me, Lord? Why me? And the answer I get is that he asked and I said yes. So if there's one person listening to this recording or 10 people or 100 people, those are all blessings from the Lord. It's nothing that I've done It's nothing that I can do. I can ask you to share the podcast, but I can't require people to listen. And it's not up to me. The people who need to listen are listening. There are so many amazing, qualified people out there. But I feel like at this point anyway, I should be continuing with this. But what are you saying yes to? Have you prayed and said to the Lord, Lord, how can I help? Or are you standing around looking up at the sky and wondering, where are you, Lord? He is here. He is now. And this, my dear friends, is a grace-filled moment. Understand it and believe. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for all you have done, 
all you did during your time on earth so that your actions, your words, your miracles, and even your death and resurrection and ascension could be read about by so many people so many years later. I thank you for the gift of faith, for ascending into heaven so that not only the baptism of water, but also of the Holy Spirit can be filled, can fill us with your grace to share the good news with others. Dear Lord, I ask you today how you would use me. Please, Lord, help me to understand your will for me and the ways I can let others know more about your goodness and mercy. Dear Lord, I pray for the following intentions. Please hear my prayers, help me in the answers, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.